Does money buy happiness? Who, who wants to answer that question? All right. So I think we were just talking about how um, it doesn't necessarily buy happiness, but it uh, it can buy happiness, but it doesn't necessarily buy longer term like joy. If you kind of get what I'm saying, like you can buy like a new dog or a new iPhone and that might make you happy for a while. But then eventually you're going to want more and more and people are going to start asking you for money and whatnot. And uh, even the Bible talks about how like um, the things of the earth are going to pass away. Right. But uh, the things of God are eternal. So I feel like if you focus right, on right. You're be more happy, right. See, I agree with what you're saying. And what you're saying is correct. But now Robert here is, has been just sitting there. He's pretty quiet. So I want to hear what you Robert, think about you this. Say, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Well, uh, I agree. You know, money buys uh, sh- short-term happiness, right? You know, Christmas, you can ask for a gift and you'll be happy for, you know, two weeks, three weeks. And then afterwards, you know, you want the latest phone. Ten minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes all right. Yeah, all right so yeah i would agree you know it gives you short time happiness not long long term uh, all right yeah all right so yeah, all right now another thing i really want to talk about is oh i want to see what y'all think about depression is depression real obviously you've heard, you've heard about this so i what i think is uh there are two different situations with this. I think that um, there is a, yes, depression exists. This is what I'll say about depression. Though. Depression can be used for motivation, right? And even if you are depressed, you ought to go to the right people. So for example, if you're depressed, a lot of times what happens is people go to the wrong things. They go to drugs, they go to sex, they go to money, all these terrible, terrible things, right? When really we ought to be going to the Bible and God and prayer, right? We ought to be going to our pastor, our parents, something like that. So I think that depression exists, but we go to the wrong things when we're depressed, which make us more depressed. Whereas if we were to go to the right things, if we were to go to the Bible and prayer, um, our depression wouldn't be as bad and we would eventually become joyful again if you kind of get what i'm saying like right um, there like there are like hills and valleys right like there are, everyone goes through valleys in life and happy times in life which are hills right so it's we're all going to experience some sort of depression or something like that at a certain time right but i think from that extent like if you use that pressure depression to motivate you if you go to the right people and they'll build you up from a christian standpoint then right right now that. You, you said depression is real. I don't believe that depression. You, you can feel depressed, but you're, it's, your depression isn't actually a thing. You can feel depressed for a few days, a few weeks, maybe. But de- depression itself isn't real. I don't I don't believe in depression. Just like what? Because de- depression, if you listen to the doctors, it's a long term thing. You need to take sure. antidepressants. Yeah. And um, it's there's really uh, the yeah. only thing you can do is take antidepressants. Well, the issue I would say in general is that psychology is a genuinely flawed study because the issue with psychology is it's diagnosing things from a uh, worldly and non-biblical standpoint. So it's saying, I see that guy who, uh, who like DID, for example, dissociative identity disorder, previously known as um, basically, uh, what's it called? Um, multiple personality disorder is what it was previously known as. They, what they'll, a lot of times what they'll say is, that, oh, you, this is an actual disease. Like it'll, it'll, uh, you'll actually be different people. Well, what we see is like, what's more likely that could happen with that is that people are actually possessed or something like that. Like it's uh, some sort of demonic influence, but world's worldly psychology doesn't believe in supernatural things. So they'll tell you that it's, uh, oh, it's uh, just this, it's, oh, this diagnosis. Oh, you can take this pill to fix it. Really. It's a spiritual, really. It's a meta metaphysical, uh, answer it's it's something that's beyond our understanding and the answer is beyond our understanding so we have to go to god or someone with a, a better understanding of it to truly solve those problems which is why you get biblical counseling so that's why i think that uh counseling is the way to go but i think that psychology is sort of flawed because it tries to solve things from a worldly perspective see i agree with what you're saying but then my question is uh what do they put in those antidepressants what is actually in those antidepressants? Because if you, as you're you saying, you can get, uh, get cured from no. depression without actually a- any uh, medication, any drugs. What is in those antidepressants? What are they putting in there? What What do those a- antidepressants really do? Do they actually make you not feel depressed? Or does it, if, if somebody if somebody is prescribed with antidepressants, do they not feel depressed because they took those antidepressants? Or do, do they not feel depressed because they think that those antidepressants are actually working? So it's both. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, you're, I agree with you. It, what it does is, well, basically, uh, it's uh, there's mixed ideas on this, and I'd like to get in a minute here, I'd like to get Adrian Roberts' opinion on this as well, like the uh, antidepressants. So I don't agree with them personally, and here's the reason. Because they do actually, what they are is they're basically a drug. So first of all, it's a psychological thing. They make you think that you're 
feeling better, right? They make you mm -hmm. think that uh, you're doing better, right? So that's the first lie. The second lie is they're actually like a drug. So for example, if you smoke crack or something like that, it'll do the same thing. It'll make you feel not depressed. It'll make you feel happier. The issue is it makes you feel happy when you're not supposed to feel happy. When you ought to, like, as humans, we we have emotions. There are times where we should feel depressed, right? There are times where we should feel happy. Like if someone dies, you should be like, oh, yay, someone died, right? I mean, there's yeah. a time where you should feel depressed. That's what the issue is antidepressants. So, and I like everyone has, I feel like there's a lot of people have different opinions on this and I don't really know what it is. So I'd like to get like Robert and Adrian's opinion as well. Like, what do you guys think of antidepressants? Uh, uh, I think it's uh, the second option where, um, where it, like it tricks you, you know, you think you're taking pills, just you know you basically tricking yourself you know oh i'm getting better when reality you're just tricking yourself and motivating yourself and also i think it's um you know they put addictive stuff in it try to hook you in and steal as much money as possible from you okay yeah and then with medical marijuana marijuana is not medical it's a drug it's no exactly drug. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that's a big thing as well medical medical or it's not like cbd or whatever it's called uh, that's all this is drugs you're giving your kid drug or whatever drugs or whatever so yeah and the thing is kids can smoke medical marijuana if they're prescribed it you can you can legally smoke drugs marijuana your brain. this is what i say like i don't get why people smoke drink and uh do this because it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me right because it's destroying your brain it's making you so you yeah. cannot think properly um yeah Adrian, getting back to like antidepressants adrian what are your thoughts on like antidepressants do you think like what do you think what do you think of antidepressants do you think they're good to use bad to use or what do you um, think I mean, people just use it because they're just trying to find satisfaction and they don't know what to do. They just want to like calm their pain. Yeah, I guess that's all. I, I would, yeah, I would say. All right, all right. The next. All right. How should our politics, right. how should Christianity affect our politics? I feel like that's a good one. All right. All right. We got one. All right. We're live. We're good. So when all we right. left off, we were talking about uh, antidepressants. Antidepressants and uh, drugs and uh, what we should take on them. And uh, I think we all agree that antidepressants are not the best of ideas. Um, I think our next, qu next question is going to be uh, Christianity and politics and how our Christian views should uh, affect our politics. Now, I realize this is a semi-controversial one. So I want to get, before I talk, I want to get everyone else's opinion on this first. So uh, who wants to go first? What ex what exactly is the question though? So my question is, what do you, how do you think our Christian views should affect our politics or should, or if they should at all? No, but the, the, but the thing is, when we have a president in office, he, I don't know. The thing is, the president doesn't make any decisions. It's true. He doesn't make any decisions at all. Because there are, the, the president is controlled by somebody higher. And yeah. if you ask me, is the Illuminati real? I'd say the Illuminati is real. But they don't go because, by the name of the Illuminati. What? They're Illuminati in all but name, I would say. Because they don't go, yeah. they go by the name of they, they, no, Nobody knows who they are. Yeah, but but I would say there's still a certain extent where there are presidents. So, for example, our Trump had a point where he said, "No, none of that, no more." Where that's he that's right. So, so some pre some presidents, presidents who don't take the, their crap. So I would right. say so, once again, how should it, so going back like there. So basically, you're saying should we have presidents as leaders or as followers? And uh, that goes back to my question of should we who should we be electing as Christians? What should our views be on politics or if we should have any? If you kind of catch my drift there. I understand what you're saying, yeah. but that's a that's a good question. How about we have Robert yeah. go first? Yeah, and that, I right. that is as well as what I was going to say is as well as maybe we shouldn't have any at all. It's uh, I would like to get everyone's views on this first before. That's why I want to go first. Well, I think um, we should pick um, candidates that um, that are in support of the Bible. You know, like um, candidates that are against abortion, not with abortion, but against it. Right? We should vote for those. Uh, governors and senators so um, i guess it depends right yeah all right all right all right i would i would say i for the most part agree with that yeah uh, adrian what do you think on that um well kind of like you said like we shouldn't be electing people that just like uh, support abortion and like don't believe in the bible and yeah i'd agree with you i would uh the issue with this is as well right that uh so I would say the issue with politics in general is that um, we're electing people with with like good moral values. Like for example, you said who are against abortion, who are against LGBTQ plus because that's sinful, and the Bible tells us that that's wrong, right? Um, so supporting officials, but the issue with that is that, uh, that or I guess the issue with that is though as well as a lot of these 
officials might not be safe. So how do we like step forward from there and uh, um, like know it's the like, right to vote them? And uh, I would argue like that's that's an issue with our society as well. Because for example, Trump, he had a lot of good views that are, agree with uh, Christianity, but I wouldn't argue that he's a Christian. He doesn't seem to be Christian, even though he claims to be. Like some of the things he has said are not the greatest. And I would, I, I love Trump. I want to specify that, but um, I love what he's done. And I think that uh, what he, like he's pro-life obviously. So the issue with uh, politics in general though is like, what was his real, real, really his view for getting into office, right? Why would a billionaire want to control a country with the greatest economy on earth? So if you think about that, so I suppose that would be another question. What do you think of uh, Trump and how, uh, do you think that being president of America helped his business? didn't help us with this. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what do you think of like a billionaire becoming president? Do you think he did it for self gain or because he thought that America needed a uh, good president at the time? And I know he's more about business because even a recent event, how um, Elon Musk offered uh, for him to go back to Twitter, he said no. And the reason yeah. is because he launched Truth Social, which is his app, his version of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, which uh, is focuses more on freedom of speech. And he, yeah. because that that's what makes him money. Because if he would go back on Twitter, uh, people would uh, go on Twitter. And they, people wouldn't use yeah. this, his app because they can find him on Twitter, a way bigger platform with yeah. uh, way, you know, so he, fo he focuses more on business. So it's, you know, it's. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. And I would, I would say as well, just if I better real quick, I agree. I think he's has a lot focused on business, but I think as well, once again, I think to a certain extent, like he's, openly said he's pro-life right i think there are things that i think he cares about what he says but i also think he doesn't care about what he says so he cares about what he says from a business standpoint but i also think he also has a sense of morale a sense of right and wrong as well because uh everyone's got a conscience, right just some people choose to ignore it um and uh, i think trump didn't as much do that i think that he did but as once again he says some pretty offensive stuff and whatnot as well but um uh, i think that uh he supports the correct causes i support i think that it's good to support uh pro-life it's good to support on things that don't support abortion, uh, that um, don't support the LGBTQ+, because we know in the Bible that's sinful. So I think that uh, as Christians, we should vote for people who are standing up to protect Christianity, especially in our rough times. If we look at um, a lot of the ways that, uh, if we, we'll just call it the matrix, because that's what everyone's calling it, right, is uh, the matrix, if you will, is pushing in and crushing down on um, Christianity. Like, they cannot have it to, uh, to survive. Like, the people who are in charge of the presidents, right, the people who like uh, what people don't realize is that um, the bureaucracy in America, Putin is himself and uh, Emperor Xi of China have said this. The uh, sorry, excuse me. The bureaucracy of America is bigger than anyone realizes. The president gets elected into office, and often what happens is uh, the men in black suits come and they tell him, "Oh, this right. uh, this guy, uh, you're gonna do what we say." Trump was the first one who really didn't say that. So that's what right, I would right. say. And uh, from a Christian standpoint, it's like, do we want people who are gonna obey? Uh, the people who are trying to destroy us or do we want people who are going to stand up for our religious beliefs even if they themselves are not christians now it's it's obvious that joe biden is being controlled yes. by some higher power because he, because even even there there's a video of him with um he had like a little note in his hand telling him what to do sit down talk about this don't talk about this and he's he falls asleep. He can't. He can't make any decisions. You can see that he's not yeah. making any decisions. He's not doing anything. He probably sleeps all day. He has a. He has a. Now the thing is, um, Trump told uh, Kim Jong Un that he had a red button on his desk. You know that actually works. Just yeah. Sends, uh, yeah. Now the the red what the red button actually does is sends an ice cream cone. Yeah. To Joe Biden. I saw that. that video. He had a, That yeah, was funny. Had a, yeah. Yeah. That's just a sign of weakness too, because that's not what it's meant to do. It's meant to send out. Uh, an <laughs> Oops. ice cream button what yeah he's a big ice cream guy yeah uh, clearly yeah that, that was that was a joke yeah that made me upset as well and he, yeah. he makes other us countries are laughing at america because yeah yep, i was just about to say that yeah we're a joke to all other countries because like this is i heard uh i don't remember what his name is but i heard a uh english comedian say this oh uh americans you do things really big like for example in uh england we have stupid but our a uh, stupid person is the town idiot. Your stupid person is the president, right? I mean, we chose someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Right. We literally need a teleprompter to read everything off. Yeah. Forget what state they're in, right? I mean, come on now. And so he hasn't, and then uh, 
he hasn't done anything to help us. And even the Democrats have turned against him, right? Because he does, he's he's not intelligent. Yeah. Losing it. He's in yeah. his old age, right? Now, the, so, the, thing, the, yeah. the thing is, I think people voted for Joe Biden, not because uh, they wanted him to be president. They just didn't like Trump. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's and, the, they didn't like Joe Biden, but they just, they didn't like Trump. They didn't want well, to vote for Trump. I'll say Joe Biden had some pretty well forged out speeches when he was president. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think he wrote any of them himself, but he had some like pretty decent like speeches and whatnot that made him seem like he'd be a good president. But then he actually got into office. Yeah. By cheating. Pardon? By cheating, basically. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, uh, no. what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> like uh, Joe Biden, uh, how people like came to vote for him and whatnot. Like, do you think what do you think people vote for Joe Biden? Who are you asking? Oh, Robert. Sorry, my bad. Uh, can you repeat the question? Oh, uh, why, why do you think people voted for Joe Biden? Like, do you think that uh, it was because they didn't like Trump or because... Uh, I think um, I think the media try to brainwash everyone and tell everyone that Trump is bad, you know, and uh, try to, you know, make up accusations and try to impeach him twice and they failed, you know, they're trying to brainwash like the medias and all the news stations and tell everyone that Trump is bad. And if you ask them why they don't have a reason. Right. So they just voted for Joe Biden, but then they saw that he was losing. So they started cheating, you know, making all these um, dead people start voting in. Yeah. That was, that was great. Yeah. Another, another thing is, if you look at the like the, the the person who like um who's in control of all the health in the United States, you look at her, she's definitely not healthy. You see yeah. pictures of her, she's definitely not healthy. Yeah. Look at the one in UK, she's also not healthy. What yeah. kind of health are you talking about? You're yeah. you can't even fit in your little smart car. Yeah, okay. Careful with that, but yeah, we gotta be respectful people, but still, yeah, I would agree that yeah. Um, yeah, it, it makes me sad as well. And it's like, once again, like I mentioned earlier, it's like, if we look at the World Economic Forum, one of their goals is that the U.S. is not a leading, uh, and that's the people who are basically trying to take over the planet, if you ask what the yeah. Economic Forum is. Uh, they're very, they're very, uh, like, they're very in close in contact with, like, NATO and the other, uh, like, uh, peaceful organizations and, whatnot, and the U.N. as well as, especially the U.N. and the World Economic Forum work very closely together. But one of the uh, World Economic Forum's major goals is that the u.s is not a leading superpower by 2030 um and uh they and one of their other leading goals is that um we have one world religion one world religion that they're all the same and that's the idea is that they let's do that they have to wipe out christianity completely it can't exist so they're going to start by getting rid of america and when america doesn't exist we don't have freedom of speech or uh, freedom of speech which was the first amendment right and then from I mean, we, we, we still don't have we, we don't have freedom of speech now yeah well no of course we yeah. don't we get censored youtube and whatnot we're, we're, we're gonna get censored probably for this podcast alone but, right but um and we're censored very much so the people who speak the truth right so the issue is um they're going to try to eradicate free speech first then they're going to destroy america then they're going to destroy christianity because they have to those are those are their goals right they want to be in control they don't want america and they can't have being control if america exists and they can't have one world uh, and they can't be in control if people tell them no this is wrong this is sinful you can't be bisexual you can't be three genders so they can't have those and uh so they're going to eradicate christianity they're going to destroy the u.s and they're going to get rid of free speech those are the biggest things that they're those are some of their biggest goals they have to get rid of those things to accomplish their goal and we're seeing yeah, a lot of the things well you you mentioned um being bisexual and stuff right i don't yeah. I don't i don't understand one thing if you're a woman right and you and you identify that you're lesbian right you like other women sure and then the other women that you like acts like a man dresses like a man why don't you just marry a man that's true yeah, yeah. I, I mean there's a lot that goes into that as well it's like oh i, I was born with no you weren't you chose that you chose to be a sinner you, well, we're all. And then the you thing, the thing yeah. is, I, what, what they say, I, she's like, I, I'm, I'm lesbian because I was born that way, and I no, can't control it. No, you, yeah. no, you weren't. You chose that path. Yeah. You chose, you chose sin instead of the correct. Yeah. And given yeah. we're all sinners, we all fall short of the glory of God, right? But we, it's still like ridiculous, completely, like to the point where it's like, why do you strive so much to be like that? Like, obviously, it's bad for your body, it's bad for your health, it's bad for your mental state of being. Even if you exclude sin, even if we're all, I don't know, let's say atheists here, which we're we're not we're all christian right but uh let's say we were all atheists here even from a biological standpoint it doesn't make sense it does not make yeah. sense why you'd be homosexual 
but it's an insult to everyone else on your line, um, everyone else on your line, all the way back up to Adam and Eve, right? Because you are saying, I refuse to have children. I like a woman because I like a woman. What would your great grandparents say to that? They would say they would be furious at you because they slaved away. They worked hard to have you. And you're throwing your life away. You're destroying your body, getting transgender surgery or whatever, right? And and then there's um churches that I yes. they say they're real no. churches, but yeah. they support no they support the LGBTQ the community. Plus. What yeah, it's just okay. living in sin. That's what, that's yeah, that's against the Bible. The Bible exactly. says something completely yes. different. And one thing I will say is that I don't want to say too much about this, but uh like I think this is a point where it needs to be corrected. The mainstream Lutheran church, there needs to be correction yeah. in their doctrine. Not all Lutheran churches are bad. I'm not saying that at all. There are some very good Lutheran churches. But the mainstream Lutheran church, they've implemented into their policies where they have to start hiring gay pastors just for the sake of being gay. That's it. They have to start hiring lesbian pastors just because they're lesbian. That's it. You cannot support that and be a Christian. If we look in the Bible, it talks about how men shall not lie with men and women shall not lie with women, right? Multiple, 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 multiple times. But there's such a push by society to have homosexualities everywhere to have uh, homosexualities, homosexuals everywhere to have um, non-binary transvestites, like everything LGBTQ. There's such a push that they've caved into that pressure, and I would say that the Lutheran Church needs to repent. They need to uh, they need to change their doctrine because it is not okay. It's not appropriate at all. It's completely it's completely unsound doctrine. Right, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's really sad, but yeah. And all we can do is pray for them, right? And yeah. hope that Jesus comes back, right? Right. right. I agree with you. Moment of silence for that. All right. Yeah. I think we should probably Moment move on from this. And now, because that's a this is a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. Um next question. All right, let's go. Uh do you think as Christians, we should strive to make, what do you think about making money basically is what I'm trying to ask. Do you think we should try to make as much money as possible? Or what do you think in general about making money? What are your thoughts on making money? You see, if, if you can make money and serve the Lord at the yeah. same time and, and not make money higher than God, put God in the first place, not put money up there, yeah. not put, make money for your first, like not focus on money more than you focus on God. Exactly. It's totally fine to make money. But if you put money first, then it's uh, that's that's not, that's not right. That's not good. What do you what do you guys think about the Adrian Rob? Um. Well, obviously, there's a lot of Christians that have a lot of money, you know, like <laughs> said, but like, it, like it becomes a problem when the yeah. whoever is the person like puts money be money uh, above God. You know, they just they're just not satisfied. They just want more and more and more. Like, and I would say another so thing is de depends on how you're making money. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think what I was about to say, yeah, there's there's a point where you have to, like, realize that it's you got to be careful how you make money. Like, you can't be cheating people and stuff like that. That's wrong. Right. Yeah. And even, even if you people become like a, Wall Street. Yeah. Well, yeah, to, yeah, a lot of people on Wall Street. Be careful. How you buy yeah. stuff. If, if you yeah. want to be like an actor when you grow up, like be an actor in movies and stuff like that, you're probably not going to happen if you're a Christian. Because all yeah. these actors in Hollywood, yeah. they're controlled by the Illuminati. They're paid. Yeah. They're they're paid not because not from the movies. They're paid to influence young exactly. teens, young kids. Yeah. They're paid to say stuff. They can't. They sign contracts where they can't mm -hmm. say God. Can't. They, yeah, exactly. Can't, they same can't thing about YouTubers Jesus. As well. Yeah. Same thing with YouTubers. They sell the, They sell themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They sell themselves. Same. Yeah. If you want to become a basketball player, famous basketball, it's not going to happen if you're a Christian. No. no it's, well, it's not possible. That's more possible that I'd even say than an actor because actors like nowadays in Hollywood, they're so indoctrinated against Christianity. They're so yeah. indoctrinated against doing this, and they have to do like scenes in movies that shouldn't ever be praised they have to do, say things in movies that should never be praised so i would say that it's even easier to become a basketball player than it is a movie star nowadays for a christian i don't know rob what are your thoughts on the whole uh making no I, I agree you know the devil he's trying to spread his agenda he's trying to indoctrinate the young children because you know they're the backbone of um the next generation you know and uh yeah and if you look at the music industry especially you know all those um music industry um people they yeah. trying to um, blaspheme god you know if you look at the latest records you know there's these blasphemous songs blasphemous lyrics is they're trying to um 
make young kids rebel against God. The devil he's just using um he's spreading his agenda through these people. He's making them contracts. You know, he's gonna tell them, you know, if you give me your soul, I'll give you, you know, wealth, I'll give you fame. And really you can, at, yeah, when when really I just want to tap it here. When really all you're gonna get is pain and suffering, right? I mean that's all yeah. you get. So At first, you know, you're going to get like all the fame, all the wealth, you know, all the excitement. But then later on, you know, a few years in, you're going to not have relationships. You're going to have, um, you know, addictions. You know, you're going to have um, like spirits of fear. You know, demonic forces are going to you know, come inside of you. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be paranoid. And if you don't, you know, meet the requirements of their contracts, you know, you might be dead. Yeah. And it's not even, I don't think it's that. Like if, if you're making deals with our people with you, you shouldn't be making deals with, right? Cause there's yeah. terrible people out there. If you make deals with those people, they will kill you. They're going to find a way yeah. to kill you. That's their end goal, right? There's, and yeah. there's no point. In now, the, the reason they kill you is because they don't, they don't want you, they don't want people to know what you're actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. And if, just, if, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. If, because it's, how do I say this? Because eventually you're going to come out because eventually you're going to be in such a realize. bad situation yeah. in life. You're going to realize what mm -hmm. they did with you. Yeah. You want to warn other people against it, but it's, and it's, it's going to be too late. They're going to kill you. Yeah. That's yeah. I agree. And I, I want to tap into that as well. Rob, you mentioned the music area. You didn't mention you're going into depth about it. That's a big one as well. What I'm realizing. Now. Yeah. yeah. So if we talk about like, for example, little Nas X. He's yeah. being uh, and, and terrible, little terrible. What is he doing? Yeah. He's indoctrinating the youth. The idea is, this first song, old type rock, right? This is a great song, right? Yeah. Well, not really, but it's a secular song, but still, like nonetheless, it seemed like a good song. And then he goes and he does like all these other terrible songs where he's like gay and mm -hmm. Satanism. That's not okay. That's not yeah. appropriate. And he's uh indoctrinating the youth because it, it so first like two songs were great, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's okay if you listen to this guy. And then uh, kids are gonna hear it, right? They're gonna think. Oh, uh, they're gonna hear these bad songs from him that say it's okay to be gay. We need to worship the devil, right? That say Satanism yeah. is good. They're gonna listen to him. They're gonna say, "Oh, th this is great. We need to listen to this uh, more, right?" Because our parents said this is good, and they're gonna hear that and they're gonna think, uh, "Oh, mom and dad said this is good, so therefore it's good. So therefore it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be a Satanist, even if you're a Christian, right? Like that could be, like that. It's dragging kids astray because uh, they're hearing the, his music that's saying all these things are okay." And they're watching the music videos, which are even worse. And uh, their parents said the first song was right. And this guy seemed like a good, good okay guy because his first few songs were great, right? So it's like right. the idea is that they're going to hook the kids in, they're going to hook them, and then they're going to uh, get them to like this guy. They're going to get them to listen to his music. And then he's going to indoctrinate them falsely. And uh, even him himself, like there's a point where I feel bad for him because I feel like he's being controlled by his higher-ups as well. Like he went to yeah. the Illuminati or whatever. Because uh, if you look at like his transformation from his like first song to like his last song, I don't know what it was, uh, what this last song was, but it's like a complete like 360, like completely different, yeah. guy, completely different guy. So I feel like someone got a hold of him along there and dragged him away, dragged him down the path of homosexuality and Satanism, which is a terrible, terrible thing. It's directly insulting to uh Christianity is directly insulting to uh, pretty much every religion on earth, right? Some of the stuff he's done. And uh, I, I think I like, guarantee, I can guarantee that over 90% of the music industry, over 90% yes. yeah. of the people in the music industry sell their soul. Yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Especially like Elon Musk's girlfriend as well. She's like a rapper, whatever. She mm -hmm. openly admitted to selling her soul to the devil. And and, and his kids are gay. A few, uh, like one, one or two yeah. of his kids are gay. Yeah. Something like Which that. Which is, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. And this is once again where we need to pray for America. We need to pray for him. Uh, but world. Jesus is coming back, guys. Jesus is coming back. Obviously, yeah. there's like a lot of obviously there's a lot of teenagers around the world that like listen to like all these songs yeah. that <laughs> John we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, so basically, like most of them probably don't even know like what the words are actually. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what I was as well. And they go to they just, listen, they just listen to it because everyone else listens to it. And it sounds good. The beat sounds yeah. good, so that's why they listen to it. And that's another thing as well. We need to like, as Christians, we need to step up as well. Like you mentioned, uh, they just listen to everyone else listens to it, right? As a Christian, you should not be wearing everything that everyone else is wearing. You should be striving to be better. You should be striving to, you shouldn't care about like the trends, like what everyone is wearing these days, right? We should be yeah. more focused on heavenly things, not earthly things. And that's like getting back to what I was saying earlier, how uh, it can uh, like, uh, every, everything earthly is destroyed. You can't take anything to heaven. I can't, I don't, I don't know where I got this shirt, but let's say like this shirt, I really love this shirt. I can't take this shirt into heaven with me. What's the point, right? I should be yeah. 
heavenly things, not earthly things. I shouldn't be focused on the trends. I shouldn't be focused on this and that and that. I should be focused on becoming more Christ-like. I should be striving more to be more Christ-like as Christians ought to be. This whole meaning of Christian, Christ and, right? Striving to, the whole point is that you strive to be more Christ-like. You strive to be like Christ through your uh, walk with God. So I feel like it, it's that's such a terrible thing in society that teenagers are pressured into doing all these things when really we should be focusing on God. We shouldn't be, as Christians, we shouldn't be focused on uh, these things of the world. We should be focused on these, the things of the next. We should be focused on getting those things and not the newest trend or whatever. And in, in, even in public schools, they're teaching their yeah. kids to be gay, to teach about yeah. different sexualities yeah, from what, gender. second grade, first grade? First grade. They're pushing uh, sex ed in yeah. first grade. Why? Why? Why did the kids know that? Christians. Yeah, that's once again where Christians I say we need to step up and say this isn't okay. What needs to happen, I would say as well, is uh, with that they need to have uh, five hundred dads. I heard my pastor talking about this because there was issues with uh, something like this. My, uh, so there was a, my uh, pastor was talking about this a while ago. There, what they had is uh, there in White Bear Lake they got rid of the girls' bathrooms and they merged the bathrooms. And so my pastor's like, they need to have five hundred dads go to that school and tell them that hey, that's not okay. And um, my pastor was talking about how um, the dads um, could go and they would tell them this isn't okay. And obviously, if it's a bunch of big, strong men, they're going to listen to them, right? Um, so I would agree with what he said. This is um, something my pastor was talking about a while ago and um, in one of his previous sermons. Um, shout out to my pastor. But anyways, uh, what I would say from there is... Is he uh, watching? Is he watching right now? Uh, I don't think so. Well, I'll show, I'll show it to him. But um, what I'm saying is uh, I agree with him. I think that's what needs to happen. A bunch of... Big, strong dads need to go to the school and uh, tell them, hey, you work for us. And this is something else. He said, hey, you for us. We don't work for you. You're going to do what we say, not what, uh, not what uh, you want. And this was one of my pastor's points as a message he had a while ago. I completely agree with him. I think that's what needs to happen in our society. There needs to be uh, a bunch of dads who go and talk to the school. That needs to happen because public schools are – obviously, you vote for the officials, and the officials are the ones who make the decisions. So I like the way my pastor put it. They need to go, all these dads, they need to go and they need to uh, go to these schools and they need to fix these problems. They need to tell them, hey, we elected you. You didn't elect, you didn't, um, you, you're, uh, you didn't elect us. We pick if you keep your job or not to make these changes or you're done, you're out. And I think that needs to happen to a certain extent. A bunch of um, dads need to do that. And I don't say moms, here's the reason for that. Um, women, obviously they can vote as well, right? What's more intimidating, 500 men or 500 women going to someone and telling someone something. 500, uh, men, 500 women, 500 that's men. a party. All right? They're just yeah. having a good time. 500 men, that's what – you can start a rebellion with that. You can start a riot with that, right? Mm-hmm. Men are built for war. That's – so that when people see 500 men going and saying this is not okay, rioting against it – I'm not inciting riots. I'm saying like protesting against it, I should say, is a better word. Yeah. Then they're going to they're gonna think, okay, we need to change. Whereas if it's a bunch of women, they might say, okay, we don't necessarily need to change as much. Because women are don't have like women don't uh, necessarily um, like they don't have they're not built fighters so they they're not necessarily going to um, and then and then they're trying to tell you that like women are trying to tell you we don't need men. That's, that's funny, yeah. So Rob, I'd like do. to hear your opinion that's... on that actually first. Did, what do you think of women who say that the feminists? My opinion? What were you saying mine? Uh, I was saying Robert first. Oh, Robert. All right. I think um, so. Is it on? We don't need men, right? Yeah, feminism yeah. in general. We'll go feminism in general. You know, um, I think it's uh, funny because they say that, but until the M&E comes to the gate, until, like, there's M&Es that come to America or let's just say a uh, robber or burglar, you know, steals something from them, then they go crying to men and, you know, asking help and stuff is pretty... Then who, who built all the bridges? Who built all the roads? Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we've all heard, like... I'm not going to say his name on the podcast, name drop him, but you know who I'm talking about. Talk about this kind of stuff as well. And it's yes. like... Who does men in society still do their work? Men built America. Men built this and that and that and then this. And men have done all these great things. What did women do? There is a point. Women and men have roles in society. I would. This is where I would say women and men are not equal. They are the complementaries of each other. Men need women and women need men to survive. But you, when men, women say you don't need men, look at what society is. You uh, look at look look at how society functions. We need men in society. Um, and here's the thing as well that I find funny. They say, oh, we, we don't want men until they actually need a man to do something. So, for example, right. yep. uh, violence. They also say, we don't believe in violence. We're pacifists. Everyone believes in violence. Everyone believes in violence. So let me give you an example of this, right? Um, let's say you own a car, right? Um, 
don't know how many of you are driving here other than Robert, but for hypothetically, let's say you're all 16, you all have your car driving it around, right? Um, if you and I let's say I have to say this to the feminist, and she's like, Yeah, I have my car, and I'm like, if someone steals that car, what are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna call the police. How are the police gonna enforce their laws? How are the police gonna enforce the law that you can't steal? The police aren't gonna send send a woman looking for your car. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I'm saying is uh, a woman asks them for that. The police are how do they enforce that? If if a car gets stolen, how are they gonna take it back? Are they gonna go up to the robber and say, Can we please have it back? No. That what doesn't no. work. The robber will shoot them, right? They'll mug them. The only way to no, and, and then it's through force, it's through violence. No, mm-hmm. and even if if a right a woman's driving, she she crashes her car. Um, she gonna call? She's gonna call roadside assistance. Something they're gonna get, bring a tow truck. Now, who's gonna tow that car? A man or a woman? Yeah, and who's gonna work for that company in the first place? Yeah. And then here's another argument that I find funny with the feminists in general is, uh, oh, men own all the wealth. Men are privileged. The most, uh, the people. Uh, this is I heard the. Uh, speech by Jordan Peterson on this. If you don't know who that is, I'd recommend looking him up. Um, he, uh, who have the most suicides in society? Men. Men. Who are the most poor people in society? Men. Who are the most people who have lost their jobs in society? Men. Who are the people who do worse in school? Men. So you're taking a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of, a, like, uh, as you know who says, 1% of men um, are, are at that level where they're the richest people, right? 99% are below that mark, right? Yep. So who's truly privileged here? Who is the truly privileged one? Men have to work. Men have to do all these things. And men are the ones who are suffering the issues. Just, just like just like a game of chess. Yeah. The king only moves one square at a time. The woman runs around wherever she wants. But the man has to work. He needs to achieve his goals. He can't just run around. Right? He needs yeah. to. He, he, he can only make one step at a time. I, I so, agree. Yeah. And it's not even... I wouldn't even argue with that. I would say, like, more than that, it's, uh, I would say that the issue with that is, I wouldn't say, like, Queen King, I would say that it's just most of the people who are failing society are men. It's not women. So you're taking it, like I was saying, it's a tiny sect of men putting them, at, at, using them to represent all men. And really, think about it. Women don't have to work to survive. I'm going to say that quite frankly and quite blatantly. The uh, women's role in society, uh, there's a lot of roles for women, obviously, but one of their main roles in society is to uh take care of children right and i say that as like as christians like we you get married you have a wife right uh the man and through all of history would go out and work would go out and fight the wars and the woman would take care of the children right why is that changing now why does that change now that doesn't make any sense right there's yeah. no point. that's how god set up the family dynamics and when he talks about adam when the curse happens he doesn't say eve by the sweat of your brow you shall um bring forth food from the fields no he talks to, even, even the bible says that the the yeah. woman will want to rule over the man yeah and uh god gave adam dominion over man people say oh that's just the curse of the bible no it's not if you go back and you read um uh genesis who named woman man and the reason i'm not i'm nothing against women right um and that's not even i shouldn't be going out and telling everyone i rule over you right only in only in marriage that's only in marriage let's speak of marriage the man is the one who's set above in marriage. So, for example, I'm not going to go to school and say, oh, you're a woman, do this and that and that and this, because I'm not in charge of her, right? That's only if you're married. Yeah. Marriage, the man is above the woman, and nothing else is not. Uh, uh, well, not nothing else. Men ought to be the rules in society as well, but that's a different discussion. I think that uh, society works better when men are in charge, when men are the leaders in society. Uh, hi, Rodeo, sister. Um, anyways, but like I was saying, society in general works better when men are rulers. And uh, in the Bible... What are the only times that women have been the leaders in society when men have failed? So I'll give you an example. If you look at. Uh, there even you, hasn't there hasn't been a woman president. People oh, vote yeah, for that's, men that's because they trust men. Trust me. it's coming. Yeah. And that's a psychological thing because men are better leaders. Men are ordained by God as leaders. Um, whereas women are not. It's just a fact of life. Um, and I'm not, I mean, nothing against women in that. I just say I'm just saying it's a fact of life that men are set up as uh, naturally. It's our natural instinct to protect. It's our natural instinct. And. That's why men uh, are better at protecting women, right? Even you, you can watch videos on YouTube. You can find them. Look it up. Uh, I kid you not. There are videos of women who lift every day who are bigger than men, and the men still beat them because they have this instinct. They have this uh, unique like, uh, thing that switches in their brain when a woman is put in danger or when they're put in danger. And they will fight until they are dead. 
if they're a true man. They will fight. They will fight. They will fight. They will fight. Now, nowadays with the push of like, oh, men are we, we got to get rid of men. That's getting to be less and less and less. But there's a point where men can't take it anymore. And there's like this switch that goes off in their head. And they will fight. They will protect. And uh, they will fight. They will fight. They will fight. And uh, especially if they're going after, if someone is going after their woman or something like that. If someone is trying to mug uh, a woman or something like that, it is a, uh, an instinct of men to protect that woman. And that's the that's the issue nowadays as well. Like uh, women don't want men until they need men, and uh, yeah, that's another reason why men are better leaders than women, right? Because uh, men protect, and that's men's major role in society is protect the woman, protect the uh, woman to protect society. That's a man's role is to protect, right? And so um, when you have a female, they don't know how to do it as well. They don't know how to protect their society. They don't know how to protect their country as well. Um, and the and if they're a God-ordained woman, that's great. Then they're then they're going to do great. But um, that's only because men have failed. So, like I was saying, try to give an example is uh, in the Bible when uh, I, was it Gideon or whatever who like uh, I think it was Gideon who uh, um, took all the uh, jars or whatever and went and smashed them. Um, he was afraid, and so was it. I think it was Deborah was set up above him. Was set up by God above him because he was too afraid to do it. So in society, the only instances where women roll over men are the instances where men have failed society, where men have failed to obey God. Then women are set above men, but not, in, but only in that instance, and not until that instance are uh, women set above men. So when we have good biblical leaders, that's why also why women shouldn't be pastors as well, because um, men are ordained by God as leaders. Um, we have good biblical men who are following um, God, who are obeying God, who are doing the right things, then women shouldn't be leaders. Now, when society fails, then women are going to, uh, when society is failing and uh, men are doing their roles or women are doing their roles and uh, we're not obeying God, then women are going to be set up above men. Then women are going to uh, take the position of leadership over men. And that's not necessarily a bad thing either. If uh, men are failing in society, then God might ordain a woman to uh, control the man. Um, next thing we want to talk about is corruption and how corrupt of a society America is. Or not so, even how corrupt society is. How corrupt society is. How corrupt uh, America is too. Because I want, I want to. I have a few yeah. um, stories I want to tell. So, yeah. well, it's all your, right. Who wants to go first? We'll comment on your stories. All right, my story. All right, so I got us. Um, first, I want to say if you if you can go to an ATM at two a.m. without the risk of being shot, that's a corrupt. That's a corrupt society. And a story I have is about my dad. He's a truck driver, right? And he uh, got pulled right. over. This was. Five years ago, maybe more. I don't know. This is this isn't recent, but he got pulled over, and uh, he, he steps out of his um truck, and he has his hands in his pocket, right? Now he wasn't alone in the truck, uh, and the police officer uh, starts uh, walking towards him. He's like, uh, "Take your hands out of your pockets." My dad says, "No." He tells him like three times. He's like, "No. I, why do I have to take my hands out of out of my pockets? It's cold." And he points a gun to his head. He's like, if you don't take my the, your, your uh, hands out of your pockets, I'm going to shoot you. And then he glances in the mirror in the truck and he sees that uh, he's not alone and he puts his gun away. See, that's for just one simple thing. You can, you can get shot for just a simple thing, putting your hands in your pockets. Him, wow. That's he crazy. probably wouldn't have shot him, but yeah, I think he would have like he was threatening him with a gun yeah. just yeah. because he had his hands in his pockets. Yeah. And I understand like when but, it's cold out too, especially like Minnesota, I'm like, come yeah. on. You gotta understand when it's cold out, but uh, I get that. Like police as well. Like, what do you have your hands in your pockets? Police at times can be scared that you're gonna like pull out a gun or something like that. So yeah, but then he, he, his hands were in his jeans, right? And jeans yeah. are really, like really skinny. If you have yeah, a so gun, you can see. Yeah, it. but I understand. I understand what it was, but I think that was still handled incorrectly by the police. And I would agree that America in general is a corrupting society, especially with uh, our poor leadership and whatnot. And I would agree that agree that uh, there are parts of uh, our society that are just completely failing, right? So if you look at uh, like a government as well, that's failing, right? Like we just talked about this earlier about how the World Economic Forum is trying to stop America from existing. There are people who are trying to stop America from existing. And so I would agree that our society is uh, starting to fail as well. I would, I would, I would agree that uh, there's a certain point where uh, society is just doesn't work well together. And there are, uh, obviously there are bad cops out there as well who don't uh, handle things as well. And I would agree that uh, the American system is starting to fail. America uh, is starting to become more of an idea in itself as yep. than uh, society because uh, America is very slowly ceasing to exist. Now, I will say, given we have the greatest military force on Earth, we have the best military on Earth in existence. But we have the worst president on Earth. Exactly. So America's biggest issue, it's not the military. We have the best military on Earth. The yeah, we have a good military. America 
is democracy. And a, and a really high military budget. Our greatest weakness is democracy, right? Because, yeah. like, we can elect whoever we want. We could, uh, There's an American Socialist Party. My friend was just talking about this uh, a little while ago. He uh, is 18. He's old enough to vote. Uh, and he was looking at the ballot, and one of the things on there was the American Socialist Party. We can, you can vote for the party that Hitler was a part of, uh, except for not America. But why is that allowed? Why did that? Why does that exist? Well, because we live in a free society. So the issue with that is we can literally elect officials who hate America, who want to destroy America. That's the greatest strength and our greatest weakness. I would argue is democracy. And I do want to. I want. I want to talk about a little. Um, a somewhat controversial topic. That's um. Has to do with black. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement especially like with the death of george floyd i want to talk about that because people are blaming the police officer now maybe he shouldn't have stepped on his neck right oh i george george floyd on the autopsy report it's public yes you can see he was high on fentanyl he had fentanyl as one he would have he died fentanyl lethal dose the lethal dose of fentanyl is so small yeah so tiny it's ridiculous if he was yeah he, he was high on fentanyl he would have died anyway and they looked so, at his blood, and they and they said they had enough fentanyl to kill three people. So that's not yeah, unique. I don't think so. I think he would have died either way. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now here's where it gets to the controversial part. I think that what happened is uh, when he put his knee on his neck, terrible, terrible thing. I don't think that I think the police officer was still on the wrong. But what I think uh, happened is uh, obviously when you're in a situation where you can't, where you're uh, super stressed out, your heart starts to beat up more, right? Uh, you uh, start to breathe harder, right? So what I think happened is uh, when the police officer put his, since he was like delusional as well, since he was high, super high, when the police officer put his knee on his neck or whatever, um, and uh, he started to like hyperventilate, obviously, like I'm sure you've seen the video, he started to like uh, get his heart rate up really high, and then plus the drugs, it was too much for his system to handle, and he like, it shut down and he died. Yep. So I think it was, I think the knee helped with that. I don't think it was just the knee, but I think it was, obviously this has been talked about before, I think, uh, that it was uh, the drugs as well. So I think it was both combined killed him. But I think he would have, like I said, I think he would have died later on either way from the amount of drugs he was taking. Yep. Um, I think both together killed him. I don't think it was one or the other. But here's, and then, and here's then, what I think. His family, his family didn't even know what he died from the autopsy. The autopsy said fentanyl, yeah. right? Yep. His family didn't even know what it was until there was a, it was, there was controversy over it. His family didn't care enough to even clear out his apartment. So his family and the Black Lives Matter Association did not care enough about George Floyd to actually do things to help his family. Do, and his family didn't care enough about him to clear out his apartment to uh, hold a problem. Uh, they held a funeral for him, obviously. Now, now the Black Lives Matter Association they didn't care the thing... about him to actually go and get his stuff and whatnot. They didn't care about him. They just cared about him. Yeah, So the Black Lives yeah. Matter Association, that... that... Yeah, the association. That, that thing was that, that was made. That's it's a scam. That was founded yeah. just so they can make money. To, to the, all the donations, they didn't put. They didn't. Um, yeah. Give it to George Floyd's family. They didn't give it to black people. They use it all for themselves. Bought themselves a nice house, a nice car. You know, they got uh, arrested for that, or at least sued, or something. Something happened with that. They they didn't get away with it, but as they should have been. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing as well. If you look at the money that the Black Lives Matter Association got, my best friend is black, so I know this firsthand. Uh, well, or at least one of my best friends. Uh, you guys know Derek, right? Uh, yeah. They didn't get money from the Black Lives Organization. They only fed the Democrats, the white Democrats, might I emphasize. They didn't give anything to the black community. All they did was give it to uh, their higher-ups. They gave it up to uh, people like Joe Biden. Joe Biden got billions of dollars for his uh, campaign. Billions and same thing with Bernie Sanders. And, and where are the changes? Where, where, where is that money going? If you said it's going towards the people, towards the black people, Minneapolis, nothing happened. You didn't rebuild exactly. with all the all the damages. You didn't. Yeah. Pay what, for what about Minneapolis? You didn't. You didn't yeah. even yeah. pay the black where's people. The money that got... Let's say the black people that got exactly. affected by this. That's what I'm saying. You didn't pay them. Where, how did the black community get out of it? Nothing. They're, they're yeah, getting nothing. 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 And they say Black Lives Matter. What happened to the, the yeah. rest of the people? Only Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Thing only Black Lives Matter, like that doesn't yeah. make and sense. And that's the thing as well. And here's the thing that's interesting as well. They call conservatives racist. Yeah, the Democrats have literally engineered society against Black people. So like, that's not just it. It's not that they take all the money from associations that are supposed to be giving back to the Black community. Not only that, you know what else they do? Abortion. Yeah. Abortions are the most racist idea out there. I would say yeah. the most racist. They're they're made by an ex-Nazi to kill Black people. Now, yeah. once again, for my pastor, for this is something my pastor was talking about as well. Uh, when you talk about uh, abortions, 
40% of abortions come from 3% of our population. Half of the black, so that, so the black population, 70% of America, right? Half of this, half that, 8.5%. Now, we split that up into thirds. A third of those are too old to have children. A third of those are too young to have children. So right in the middle with, with that child-bearing age is about 3% of Americans. 40% of abortions come from 3% of Americans. This is These are just not my statistics. These are my pastor's statistics, and I looked it up afterwards. They seem very legitimate. But um, that just proves that abortion is a racist idea. Most abortions, or 40% of abortions, come from black women. And black, black society is uh, already 70%. So that's what? That's... Over that's like what ninety percent of black children are aborted. And they say it's, they say abortion. Oh, abortion they say abor- abortions don't affect the person's mental health. Yes, it does. No, of course it does. So they never you never yeah. hear a woman after she gets an abortion, right? Never. And then plant, they Planned Parenthood. They say they support health. She's they, yeah. They, uh, project. Have you heard of Project Veritas? No. No. Oh, they're they're like these. Um, they actually got sued, but they exposed Planned Parenthood. Really? Um, they got sued for it. They um, I don't know exactly what they did. I have I don't know much about this, but they exposed Planned Parenthood. They actually have like a yeah an amount of um, they actually have like a goal of how many uh kids they want to abort. Yeah, yeah, of course they do. So, They're a liberal agenda, and guess what? They also have a goal of how many black kids they want to abort as well. Yeah. Because yep. the whole point is to de- destroy black society. And the Democrats do that, and they blame it on the Republicans. They blame it on the conservatives, saying that it's, oh, it's their fault. This is all them. They're they're not creating black opportunities. Yeah, but we're also not stealing from black people, stealing from their resources, stealing uh, their children. I shouldn't say yep. stealing. Murdering them. We're not murdering yeah. black people. And we're not turning them against each other. So, if, for example, I went on a mission trip to Chicago with my church, and a lot mm-hmm. of the such high crime there. <clears throat> Chicago has been run into the ground by the people who run it. Guess, guess uh, which political party runs Chicago? Guess Democrats. who controls Illinois? Democrats, yeah. Quite frankly, Democrats. even further than that, liberals, extremist leftists, extreme leftists. It's been run to the ground. That's why it's black versus black crime. It's black people attacking other black people brutally and killing them because it's uh, that's what it's been set up by, by society. That's been set up that way by the Democrats. Then they blame it on the conservatives. They blame it on us, people like us who are trying to uh, get the truth out. They're like, "Oh, they did it. They're 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 stopping them from becoming rich." No, it's them. It's them. And America, we the conservatives. One of their biggest uh, things is that America be equal for everyone. That we bring America back to its formal formal former glory. Now, if we went to the America that the conservatives wanted, that we all consecutively want. Then America would be a far greater country. America, uh, everyone would have equal opportunity, and everyone uh, would have equal uh, opportunity to become wealthy. Everyone would equally be able to become as wealthy because we'd all have that equal opportunity. Now, lazy people would not become wealthy, and uh, that's an issue as well. The people, the Democrats, promise they're they're basically socialists. They promise wealth to all for doing nothing. You have to work to become wealthy. And that's something I respect about, like, for example, Russians so much. Russians know the meaning of hard work. They'll come to America. They'll work hard. Same thing with Mexicans. They'll come to America. Well, it's pretty work, much work all the all the all the immigrants that come to America. They're hard workers because they yeah. know what it took to get to America. They didn't just come here for yeah. free. Especially Mexicans, they have to run across the border and they they risk yeah. their life. Yeah. They're risking their life when they're running across the border. And I don't and agree with legal immigration either. That's terrible. That's uh, you should do it legally. But I understand why they do it. And they understand but, the meaning of hard work. And, and because of that, because because of the work it took, they understand. And they no, it's not even that. They understand that they have to because they work about the same amount. They understand because they have to work that hard to survive. In Mexico, the average uh, family makes about eight hundred dollars a, a month or whatever, right? That is yeah. in America, and they have to work hard to make that. They have to work hard to survive to even survive. So when uh when they come to America, they realize, oh, I can put in the same amount of work and make way more money, and so they understand that. They understand because they had to, they had to work to survive. Now the issue with is, uh, especially people who support Black Lives Matter, is they don't know what hard work is. They don't know how to work hard. Yep. They realize that oh, if I'm a part of Black Lives Matter, I get free money. And then well, I want I want to I want to say that like I want to say that seventy percent of Americans aren't hard workers. They work their nine to five, but they're not hard workers. They're not working hard. They're sitting in an office all day doing what yeah, they're doing. But, they're, but yeah. they're not yeah. actually working hard. They're just doing the minimum. Americans forget the meaning of hard work. Yep. And then one thing, one thing I want to, I want to, I'm going to interrupt Elon Musk. Um, he posted this 7 46 PM, um, yesterday. 
That's a good question. That, that is a good something question. with uh, Elon Musk. Uh, oh yeah, all right. I was, gonna, I was gonna say that um Elon Musk yesterday, six forty seven p.m. He posted a poll on his um on his Twitter, and it okay. says reinstate former President Trump. Yeah, like on Twitter, and um Robert. There you go. All right. Um, and fifty-two uh, percent of people voted yes, and forty-eight percent voted no. And there's thirteen million one hundred twenty-two thousand votes. Man, it's a lot. So, ho- hopefully, we get. Hopefully, you can get back on Twitter. Yeah, it's getting one million votes an hour. Wow. All okay. right, and then there is five hours and twenty minutes left. He has 117 million followers. Wow. All right. Yeah, he has. All right. So back. He has a lot. All right. So back on back to the podcast. What what should we talk about? Well, yeah. What were we, what were we on? All right. Well, I think the. Uh, well, I don't remember what we we're talking about there. Well, uh, we were, we were talking about. Um, uh, I think it was a Black Lives Matter movement. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I guess we could go back to that if you guys would like. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, what do you guys think in general about like uh, the whole BLM and like the organization itself? I think it was a uh, one elaborate scam. You know, they they sold they stole um, seventy to eighty million dollars. Yeah, it might be even more. I might be wrong. It was but a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. They stole a lot of money, money, but they 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 didn't give it back to the communities. You know, they're yeah, promising. Yeah, we had just mentioned that. But I yeah. I completely agree with that as well. It's like, come on. Why? Yeah. Why do you take so much money? From and lots people? of um, I saw this on YouTube. Lots of black people don't really like the whole BLM movement, and also Black History Month. They yeah. want it all gone, you know. Yeah. Well, it's exactly why because they realize they've been stolen from. They realize it was mm-hmm. all. They realize that uh, it was taken from them, and uh, the people who joined it realize, oh, we're going to make money. So those were the lazy people trying to make money. I think I just mentioned that as well. Yep. So I, guess, I think it's just sad as well. Like it's just theft. It, it wasn't good. Yeah. I don't know, it makes me uh, sad to even think about it. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, just in general. And uh, when you don't want to work, uh, you'll do a job, just about anything for money. If you're a lazy person, you'll do just about anything to get money. Then if, if you're lazy and you're doing anything to get money, are you actually lazy? Uh, that's a good point. But my point is... But I think you're lazy towards the things that you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. And that's but the, you, you find other ways that... And those ways you think are easier, but they're usually harder. That's why we see like stabbings and stuff like that. People just in general like not wanting to work, so they'll go and kill people for it. They go, but but either way, like they're 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 going to get arrested for that if they get caught, and they probably are going to get caught. They don't care. They don't care. They don't want to work, so people will just go out and kill people for the money and kill people for the nice cars or if they want something. And that's envy as well. Envy is a terrible, terrible thing. It'll eat you up extremely fast, and that. Well, I guess that would be more jealousy, uh, but um, jealousy and envy will eat you up fast. They'll destroy your life. They'll destroy everything you have. And uh, that's like the idea as well. Like I'm sure you all have heard like the idea of, uh, oh, we just need to focus more on me. I need to do more for me. Oh, I just need to like yeah. myself more as a person. No. Human, it's been a uh, psychologically uh, proven study that humans do better when they're helping other people, when they're pleasing other people. People are most happy when they're around other people, when they're pleasing other people. People are least happy when they're being selfish, when they're stealing from, uh, not stealing from, well, yeah, but in general, they are only focused on themselves. People are genuinely happy when they're making other people happy. Uh, people are genuinely least happy when they're only focusing on themselves. So that'll destroy lives, that'll destroy marriages, that'll destroy relationships. If you're only focused on yourself, all those things will be destroyed. Like they'll cease to exist. And uh, the reason for that is, you're not making another person happy and they're unhappy with that relationship. Thus they're unhappy to be around you in general. So when you focus only on yourself, it destroys yourself and it destroys relationships. Yep. I don't know. What do you, what do y'all think on that? Uh, the view of, uh, Oh, I, no, I, on myself. I agree. I agree. You know, but yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, me too. I agree. You know, you look at uh, yeah, Adrian's everyone, been really there's... quiet. So I, I want to hear some opinions. from right. Adrian. Let's hear from Adrian. Well, well, let Rob finish first. Oh, what do you think he's just about? sitting there. He's just he's just like like a placeholder on the podcast, you know. Yeah, let's go, nah, bro. Because we're talking about like five things at once, bro. Yeah, yeah. Talking, uh, uh, the question true. was, uh, what do you think about like the idea of like, oh, I should focus more on me. I should evolve myself. I should uh, strive to please me or whatever. Like, uh, like what of like what a lot of uh, 
society tells us nowadays is what we need to do, what the food is the right thing to do or whatever. So what do you think of that idea? Um, like to involve myself or what were you saying? I like the idea of like, oh, I should strive to please me. I should only care about me, 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 me. I mean, Not obviously that. like you shouldn't be like, selfish like that. Yeah, basically being selfish is a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah, I, I do want to go back on the topic of... Um transgender people especially trans uh making kids transgender and like one of the chemicals they use i don't know what it's called i don't remember to um to kind of switch the kids gender right is used to chemically castrate sex offenders what yeah they use that chemical on kids interesting oh my word wow that's I'm not surprised, but I didn't and they're they're using it on kids. You can use it on adults. Just don't use it on kids. Don't, don't touch the kids. Yeah, it's like that's disgusting. And I, it's if it's chemically castrating, it's probably permanent. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure, it's permanent. Especially like if you look at uh, the what these transgender like if you look at what's written on the surgery, like what they're doing is they're literally getting body parts cut off and replaced. Like that's yep. for sure permanent. It's disgusting too. Why? <laughs> It's it's terrible. Yeah. It's sinful and it's wrong. Uh, it's it's not okay. It, it, why do you want to destroy your God given body? Yeah. Other than the fact of oh, you won't be oppressed by the media or whatever anymore. Oh, uh, like we all have experienced this before, where it's like, uh, oh, if you're a white male, you are oppressive, or if you're a male in general, you're oppressive. You need to become gay, or you need to uh, cut it off and become a woman. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's completely like the push of society is that men are evil. That men are a terrible thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know what Rob. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, um, genital mutilation of children. I think uh, my thoughts on it is um, there's this Bible verse. I was trying to find it, but um, oh, okay. where it talks about like the God of this world referring to Satan blinds the minds of the people. Um, yeah. And you know, people. So, some people, you know, do the surgery because you know they're a demon. Not possessed, but oppressed, I guess you could say. Yeah, influenced by demonic forces. And also, you know, it's the mainstream media. So it's like, if you don't follow the trend, then, you know, you're not cool. You're not. If you could uh, ostracize. I would would love to see that verse as well. If you find that. I I think it's 2 Corinthians 4.4. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's pull it up. It was in my section. So I was trying to find it. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Let Rob read it. He mentioned it. That's all right. He can read it. All right. I'll read it. In right. whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who in the image of God should shine unto them. Amen. Especially I want to yeah. highlight the image of God. We are made yep. in the image of God, male and female, yep. not yep. male and male, not like the gay thing as well. Like obviously everyone's heard this saying before. God made them Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. That was made back in the 70s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, heard of it. I think it's a little funny saying, but it's like goes to say that being homosexual is wrong. And then also focusing on the Im- we are image bearers of God. You should not be changing. This is the same thing. I agree with like this is while I'm plastic surgery distinction. If your face is majorly disformed or whatever, I kind of agree with getting plastic surgery, right? But if you yeah. are like a, oh, I need a bigger butt or something like that, like why? Yeah. God made yeah. you that way. You are made in the image of God. You are an image bearer of God. You do not need to change yourself because of what the world says. True beauty comes from within. And, and true beauty and true, uh, true, uh, what's it called? Oh, I don't know. You're just supposed to go with true beauty comes from the yeah. heart. You, you are truly beautiful because of hey, your first hey, hey. God. Not don't talk about, don't talk about inner beauty. Men don't walk around with x-rays, x-rays to see your inner beauty. All right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I agree with Jonah. Jonah so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's such, there's people who are look better as well, but that's, like that's also just the way God made you, right? Yeah. There could be, you could have the most beautiful girl. In, uh, I'll say pretty, because be- like I said, true beauty comes from within. Pretty girl in the world. Yeah, if she has a terrible heart, it says in the Bible yeah. that it's uh, better. Uh, what is it? I don't remember exactly what it says, but it's talking about like how it's better for like uh, what's it called? Like keeping calls to be on your head or something like that. That uh, for you to be with a rash woman or something like that. You like you do if you have a bad woman in your house, you will suffer. Trust yeah. me. On this. Like it's it's gonna be it is not gonna go well with you. You want a woman with a good, clean heart. You don't want yeah. a woman with a, a disgusting, terrible heart. Even if she's beautiful, right? Yeah. You want to focus on the beauty with them. It's like those uh, Instagram girls. You know they are very yeah. beautiful, but 
have a bad yeah, heart. They're, no. they're, and they're completely they're, obsessed yeah. with their personality, right? Yeah. And how, how much how much do you think um how much percent of celebrities are actually paid to be gay? A lot. I would not be surprised. Or they're told to be gay. Yeah. Yep. Or I feel like most of them. I think they're paid canceled. to be gay. Yeah, I wouldn't. To I would influence I that kids. Or threatened with being canceled or so, and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> charger for my laptop real quick yeah mine's almost dead as well we might just want to end it here yeah all right Alrighty. and uh real quick before we end it i just want to mention this is a as a disclaimer this is all our personal opinion uh we don't some of these facts may have been partially incorrect as well um but this is just what we think and uh what we believe from our biblical standpoint yeah. and uh, theological standpoint. Don't, don't don't worry viewers if you're if you're watching this the disclaimer is not for you. It's for Twitch and the Twitch moderators, because I know they get really picky with yep. um, it's, misinformation. Yep. And we so Twitch moderators, if you're watching this, this is no misinformation. It's just opinions. Opinions. It's just our opinion, personal yeah. opinion. Well, yeah. probably should have the beat Anyways, uh, to all our all viewers, right. thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time. All right. Yep. See you guys Bye. next time. So me, your co-host, signing out. That's Roger signing out.